Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. <coughs> Excuse me. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. Something going on real good today. You ought to feel blessed today. The fact that God woke you up and gave you another opportunity. You know, every day you wake up is another chance. It's a chance for all of us to get better, to get it right, to get on the right path. To stop heading the wrong way. Every day you wake up, that's your opportunity. See, because he's going to keep waking you up because he has a plan for you. You know, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, I don't I don't I don't know when he makes his call and, 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 you know, who gets called home when I can't explain it. I don't have that answer. I'm not him. I'm not God. I don't claim to be. I don't I don't understand it all sometimes. But God has an amazing way. But as long as he's waking you up, I do know this. God ain't through with you yet. God has a plan for you. Your job is to identify, identify the plan. You know, that's that's clearly what I need for you to do. You know, um, oftentimes the thing that you're looking for, it's right there inside of you. You know, I, I can't tell you how many people I meet uh Mr. Harvey, Mr. Harvey, can I speak to you for a minute? Yeah, man, what's up with you? Um, Man, I was just wondering, man, I've been trying to, and I wanted to know, man, can you give me a good agent? Can you give me a good uh, lawyer? Can you give me a good... Now, look, if you got some legal problems, I understand you're going to need some help right there. But the majority of questions I get asked is about their future, about their place in this world, about their mission, about what they're trying to do, how they're trying to figure out, and then the how to go about doing it. 
But the answer I must remind all of you is always within yourself. It starts right there. See, a lot of people burn up a lot of time looking around, trying to find someone. If I could just meet them, if I could just get on her show, man, if all if I could just get to his show, I beat and made it. That's not that's not necessarily the case. Because, see, just like every time you put your put your uh, faith in a person or an event or occurrence or or some type of thing that you imagine yourself being in there and that'll do it for you. Imagine of all the people who've made it without. You know, I look at everybody talking, about, man, if I could get on so and so's show, that'll do it for me, man. Somebody else got on that show and they blew up, man. If I could just make it to that show. Do you know how many people have made it without that? So see, when you start focusing in on what your idea of how to make it is and your idea of how to make it does not include your relationship with God, you're spinning your wheels. Man, it's a vicious cycle you're in now. And I'm asking everybody to get out of that cycle. Get out of looking for someone and something. The answer is within you. God resides in you. That burning thing that you have that you just can't get out your head, that's a seed. God planted that there. That's a seed. It needs watering, nurturing, fertilizing. That's what it needs. It it didn't it don't ever say, man, I need that other person right there. Now, there are people you will meet that will compliment you, and I can assure you that God will put you in the right place at the right time. I'm almost certain that God will introduce you to everybody you need to be introduced to to make it to wherever it is you all are trying to get to. I'm talking about you and God now. But the moment you take it into your own hands and you make the decision as to who you got to get to, you've just clouded and muddied the waters. See, God's plan for you don't really need your help. Uh Uh-oh. It needs your attention. It needs your focus. It needs your faith. And it needs your hard work. But he needs you to listen. He needs you to listen more than anything. Listen, keep the faith, and be willing to work your tail off. I don't know how you think it can happen any other way. But then again, I do because I tried to make it another way. So I had to come to the conclusion, hey, man, listen here, dog, this ain't working for you. You got to get some more God here, man. Listen to me. The answer was always within me. The, the moment I sat down with myself and told myself the truth that, hey, partner, you ain't really all that. Hey, partner, regardless as to what people are seeing and stuff, you ain't happy. Hey, partner, this really ain't about you. Hey, partner, you really ain't all that good at this. God is keeping you for a reason. Okay, hold up, Steve. Quit tripping. What I need to do. I just started talking to myself, and then I heard uh, Bishop Jakes say a couple of things. Then I was watching TV. I heard Joel Osteen say a couple of things. And I went, wow, man. Okay, cool. That's pretty slick. I'm going to try that. And when I did it, it changed my life. I am telling you, man, it has been God this whole time. And the God has been residing inside of me, just like the God resides on the inside of you. That's him talking to you, telling you, man, you ought to get it together. Man, making you feel bad. It's sending you on guilt trips. You knowing you wrong. You out there wrong and something telling you you ought not do it. Here's how you know it's God. And Bishop Ulmer taught me this in his book. He's got 
Um, I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's a really good book. But it says in there, man, Bishop Omar was talking in this book, and he was saying, the way you know it's not God's voice is if it, it ain't no sin in it. See, how many times have you made up in your mind, I'm going to show this person or I'm going to show that person or I'm going to get this person back. You hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. You know, the Lord don't like ugly. I'll show you. Well, the Lord don't like ugly, but nowhere in that does it say for you to go show them. It doesn't say that. See, so when you strike out on that mission, you know, um, the God knows in my heart I loved you, but I got to do this because you did me wrong. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ain't got nothing to do with God right there. You can take him out of it. If it's God has no sin in it. So anytime somebody come to me talking about the Lord told me to do this to you and that's the only reason I'm doing it. You need to get yourself right with God. I heard all them threats right there. That ain't God talking to me through you. What are you crazy? If it's God, it has no sin in it. So you got to be careful, man, when you talking to people. We're going to go down here and we're going to do this because this is the right thing to do. If it has something wrong going on, then it can't be the right thing to do. Took me a minute to learn that one. But please get that through your head so you can quit spinning yourself around. And remember, everything you're looking for is within you. It's all right there. Quit wasting your time looking around all the time. Go to your God, man. Talk to him. Go to that spirit that's on the inside of you that's calling you. Stop letting people shake your tree. At the end of the day, somebody going to be right, somebody going to be wrong. All right, y'all. We're going to have a good one today. Tripping a little bit, going through something. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here again. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, Heavenly Father, for giving us this day, for allowing us to live and breathe and see another opportunity that you've granted us. They call it the present because that's exactly what it is. It's a present. It's a gift. And I'm so grateful. Steve Harvey Morning Show, on and cracking. Shirley Strawberry. I'm grateful right with you, Steve. Good morning. Good morning. Carla Pharrell. So blessed and grateful. Good morning. Hey. What you say there, Junior? Morning, everybody. Blessed and highly favored. King of pranks, what you know? Yes, sir. Top of the morning, Uncle Steve. Ladies, Junior. What it do? <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. That was my chair. What's interesting? Uh, just everything, life, you know. Mm-hmm. I, uh... Well, yeah. <laughs> That's a What's on your statement. mind so early? Yeah, just okay. so early. Spit it out. <laughs> my granddaughter, Joey, uh-huh. uh... How does she... Startled me. I don't know. Oh, okay. Is she a baby, or...? Yeah, didn't last one. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Now, how old is that one? Maybe. A few months, <laughs> less than a year. Yeah, I got, I got seven. They're ripping them off <laughs> like like the little weaver wobbles. So I don't know. I can't even keep track of them no damn more. We just have kids up in here. So anyway. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> what? Just finish with the story. Everybody having crazy. kids married. That's them. That's their life. They're all my kids, all my grandkids married. That's cool. Uh-huh. They ain't slapping nothing. They having kids. You know, I got you know, seven. Yeah. So whatever. Anyway. I didn't know that if you lay Joey in the floor now, Uh she can roll over and roll back up. 
So she uses that as a mode of transportation now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just rolls her little ass to the side of the room she want to be on and then sit up on her elbows and look at you and start grinning. Scared the but devil eggs out of me because <laughs> she flipped and rolled under the coffee table oh, yeah. and yeah. propped up but didn't hit nothing. Yeah, mm. that's, that's a miracle. Now, she blessing. under the coffee table, and I'm watching her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The coffee table ain't glass. So when she rolled under the coffee table, mm-hmm. I thought her ass had rolled out the damn room. Oh no! Oh, so you were looking. You were looking. <laughs> oh, for her. you didn't oh, know where she was. I tripped first. out. Mm-hmm. She didn't rolled under the table. I, I don't see imagine. her under the table, mm-hmm. and I for oh, at least moment. ten seconds. I said, man, I done let her ass crawl out this room. Worst Where's she go? Ever. Oh, man. <laughs> How the hell you lose a baby that can't crawl? All right. <laughs> oh, and then I heard, coo, coo, coo. I looked down and she was under the table just grinning her ass off. Oh, Aww. yeah, baby. I love babies. Me I too. said, damn it, uh-huh. that ain't funny. <laughs> ass hey. up under there. <laughs> you know, lose this baby. I gotta find somewhere else to yeah. sleep. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that uh, interpretation, Steve Harvey. I'm sorry. Uh, I just wanted to share that with you. <laughs> Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, you know what time it is. Time for Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer, keyword love officer, Steve Harvey. Uh, Here we go, Steve. This one is from August in Colorado. August says, I'm a 30-year-old single woman, and uh, I have three older brothers that are overly protective of me. It was cute when I was younger, but now when I'm dating someone new, I don't like my brothers giving him the third degree or making death threats to him. We all live together because it's a cultural thing, and my dad doesn't want me to move out until I get married. I may never, ever get married at this rate. Should I be defiant and move out? Well, let me ask you a question. Uh, what culture is it that's got your three older brothers living at the house? What, <laughs> what culture is this? Well, what is, what is y'all living in? Well, what, what, what is the living arrangement? I don't understand. What culture? Uh, she didn't say what culture. I mean, you know. She but now she's 30, and she got three older brothers. Yeah, and they all live there. And they all there. live there. Mm-hmm. And they give her dates the third degree. <laughs> and it's a cultural thing. Her dad doesn't want her to move out until she gets married. Well, how you gonna get married if they death threaten everybody to come to the door? Well, that's what she's saying. She may never get married at this rate. That's exactly what she's saying. So she's yeah. asking, should she move out and be defiant? Yeah, I think you should move out. But your daddy don't want you to move till you get married. I don't know why he got them three damn boys living there, though. That's what <laughs> I ain't understanding. <laughs> Are they married? She doesn't oh, say. I don't understand what's going on. Somebody got to move. There's too many damn people up in here. Too many Indians. There's too many damn chiefs at your house. (laughs) She's saying, you know, I guess if she does that, she'll be defiant to her parents and the culture and everything. So she's asking, should she be defiant and move out? CLO. I would would go get my own place. Everything. They'll still be your parents. They don't want you to move. That's the culture, though, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Well, we need to know what culture this is so I can talk intelligently to her. <laughs> she didn't say. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. Question mark I there. I don't want to say nothing about that. I think yeah. I know. Uh, Larissa uh, in Louisiana says, I'm a married firefighter and my husband is a firefighter too. We're both in great physical shape and we post our workouts on a shared Instagram account. I am careful not to show too much skin on my workout pictures. My husband is just the opposite. He posts pictures of himself with nothing but a towel around his waist or he's got on biker shorts and no shirt. If I were to do something like that, he would blow a fuse. Do you right. think it's appropriate for a married man to post suggestive pictures? Well, I think it's appropriate for a married man's wife to say something about the husband that she doesn't want to post appropriate pictures. Yeah. So I, this is not an argument. This is a, a request that you have the right to make. Mm -hmm. If you don't think it's right, it don't matter what he thinks. Right. Not really. Not in marriage, partner. That's right. If she's mad about something, you better address it. Yes, sir. Ooh, oh, amen. <laughs> amen if again. You don't, it's going to be a problem. Boy. It's your way, Houston. Boy. Boy. <laughs> yes. You think it was bad when that power grid went out. <laughs> facts upon yes, facts. Yes, 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 yes. I think it was bad when that mm -hmm. power grid went out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're you're saying that she should just tell her tell her husband how she feels, and uh, he needs to address it. Absolutely. CLO. Period. Mm -hmm. Now post mm -hmm. something else. <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> Better be a scripture. Because yeah. I Cause bet you he can't post nothing better than you could. Right. And she oh. says, mm -mm. Yeah. She said if if he did if she did it he would blow a fuse. Well, do well, it. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, let's blow the fuse. Let's go. Uh -huh. uh -huh. uh, double standard. Yeah. Yep. Corey in Austin <laughs> says, uh, "I'm a single man in my mid twenties, and I'm suffering from an embarrass embarrassing problem that only happens when I get extremely nervous. I get all excited, and I rise to the occasion. If you know <clears throat> what I mean, it's a blessing and a curse because my new girlfriend gets me excited, but then I can't enjoy intimacy with her because it doesn't stay at attention the whole time. It's <sighs> up and it's down. I tried <laughs> marijuana. Wait, listen, you guys are missing it. I tried marijuana." to suppress my mood, but that doesn't work. Have you experienced this? How can I make it stop? Well, <laughs> Corey and Austin. You, Texas. my friend, have erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> if you rise to the occasion and it don't stay there, that's dysfunction. It's up and it's down. You know, you probably know, you, dog, you need to go to a doctor. You're in your 20s. You got a long life. You're in trouble. Oh, you just got to hurry up. If it don't stay up at 20, <laughs> woo, you got, got to hurry up. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, let's CLO. go, let's go, let's go. Coming up next, <laughs> the nephew would run that prank back right after this, guys. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, our special guests will be Ryan and Miss Debbie from the hit Netflix show, Buried by the Bernards, okay? This show is hilarious. It's reality. We cannot wait to talk to Ryan and Miss Debbie Bernard. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Your wife is fine as hell. Oh, okay. Oh, she fine. All right. Let's go, Ken. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Daryl. Yeah, this is Daryl. Who is this? 
Hey, Dale, how you doing? My name is Alonzo, man. I um, work for a uh, liquor distributing company. I, I do uh, dist- uh, liquor distribution. How you doing today? Um, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good, man. What, what can I do for you? Hey, we're, we're, we're putting together a big, big event, man, with uh, vodka. And oh. they're, throwing a, they're throwing a huge pool party. And like I say, I've been, I'm in the liquor business, man. I've been doing it for, for quite some years now. And, you know, we're always trying to do different type of uh, publicity and really get the hype up. And what we're trying to do, man, is, is really get people to come out to this fashion party because it's the first quarter of 2020. We want it to be a, one to remember. And uh, oh, I know... So you're trying to invite me out there? No, 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 no. I, I, I go to the bank. I go to the bank where your, where your wife works at. Kendra? Oh, and? Okay, what we're trying to do is have... I mean, we want our flyer and slash poster to be something really, really memorable, something that's going to really draw people in. And you okay. know, have this, this thing is going to be all over social media, the whole nine yards. So we're trying to see, I, you know, I, a buddy of mine told me that he kind of knew of you or had a had a, a number on you. And I was like, cool, let me reach out to him. He, he told me you were Kendra's husband. So I want Yeah, to I am a husband. You. So I don't understand what my wife's got to do with this whole thing. Okay, what I'm trying to do is see if you were cool with – Kendra being on our flyer, man. I mean, because your wife is fine as So we want to put her on the flyer. And, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, uh, What you mean my wife is fine as What you mean? By, whoa, whoa, whoa. You going to call me up and talk about my wife, fine? The f*** is wrong with you? Brother, 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 it's, it's, it's a respect thing, dog. I'm giving you, I'm giving you props. It's props, man. I'm giving okay, you props. Well, spit out what you need, man, because it don't sound right. Dude, we're trying to get your wife. We want to get her through a photo shoot. In a bikini, so we can put it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hell no! You ain't using my wife in no bikini to put on no flyer. You out your damn mind? That's my wife, man. Respect me. What's wrong okay, with okay, you? Okay, 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 okay. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. Why are you tripping like this, bro? Why because are you tripping like my this? My wife. My wife ain't gonna be in no damn no flyer for no party, man. What the do you think this is? What the wrong with you? Okay, bro, bro. You know what, man? I tried to call you and get you to respect. I mean, I, I it don't sound like it. I, well, well, okay. Look, I, I didn't call for no argument. I just, I just talked to Kendra when I go to the bank tomorrow and see if she want to do. It. Oh, you, oh, you gonna go to my wife's job at the bank? That's what you gonna do? Okay. I'm just, go ahead I'm, and go I'm down just, there, cause I'll be there too, and I'm gonna make a deposit with my foot in your. Ass. Go ahead. Okay, okay, hold on, man. We we paying we paying five thousand dollars for the photo session. Okay? I don't care what the you paying. No amount of money's gonna let me put my wife, the mother of my children, on no poster in no bikini. I don't care how much you paying. Kiss my ass before I let you do that. Okay, okay, bro. Okay, so listen, Darren. I ain't gonna really go back and forth with you, man. I was calling you trying to be a man. I feel the I'm same way. Okay, well, I, I'm trying to be man to man with you and just, you know, throw the opportunity at you. I, I'm, I'm now you're throwing it back at me with, with disrespect. I mean, opportunity for my wife to be a sot? Nah, son. no, I don't want none of that. Okay, man. No, your wife fine as hell. People are. Bro, you need to quit telling me how fine my wife is. Okay. Who the f gave you my phone number in the first place? Okay? I do, do. I got. Uh, hey, man, that, uh, evidently, that's all null and void at this point. All right? That don't oh. even matter at this point. The, boy, the, the, hey, okay. issue on the, the issue on the table is I want to take some pictures of Kendra. Let me know when you plan on going to my wife's job at the bank. Let me know when you're going to bring your black ass down there so I can be there, okay? Nobody calls another brother up talking about how fine his wife is, okay? I told you no. Now, you should have just stopped right there, but you're going to keep on talking about my wife.
this, dog. Tommy is the one that said your wife was fine as hell. That's the one brought all this to our attention at the meeting. Tommy is the one that said your wife was fine as hell, dog. Tommy? Who the f is Tommy? Tommy said your wife is fine as hell. That's what that's Well, Tommy what, can get his ass too. Who is Tommy? You Don't you take your wife to work in the morning? Let me know when you're going to bring your black ass down there. Okay, and? now what y'all be what y'all be listening to on the way to work? What radio station y'all be listening to? We be listening to... Are you kidding me? Damn! This nephew Tommy, baby. See Harvey Morgan. Tommy! Your, your wife... Your Tommy! Wife, you was about to get your ass booked. <laughs> hey, man. Your wife Kendra got me to prank you, bruh. Uh, Wait till I see. <laughs> my wife ain't no good, man. See this? Got my blood pressure up. <laughs> oh man, she told me she said we listen to y'all every morning on the way to work. He drops me off and he goes to work. She said, Tommy, you've got to get it. I said, well, you got to let me know what what do he love the most? She said, me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't know about that right now after this call. Yeah, we love you, man. Oh, man, we love you back, baby. Keep listening to Steve Harvey morning. So tell me this, bro. What is the baddest radio show in the land, man? What is it, Daryl? It's Steve Harvey with Nephew Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> How'd y'all like that? Y'all ain't seen nothing crazy? wrong with that, did you? Are you crazy? <laughs> really? I mean, it's kind of a compliment, though, isn't it? Uh, too far to her. of a compliment. Yeah, your wife fine as hell. L- listen, all the fellas in Birmingham that's got them... Fine wives. Bring your wife out to get the laugh on. How about that? April 16th through the 18th. April 16th through the 18th, where it is at the Star Dome. We are social distancing. All right? We're going to make sure that you are right. I'm going to have on. Well, I can't have a mask on because I got a hazmat suit. Yeah, we're going we gonna to be ready. All right? April 16th through the 18th, the Star Dome. Two shows Friday, two Saturday, one on Sunday. Nephew Tommy is coming to town. It is the same weekend. As the classic. That's right. Magic City Classic is jumping off the football game, the band, the whole nine yards, the tailgating. You name it, they doing it, and I'm doing it too at the Stardome. Tickets are on sale right now. Stardome is a great club. Great comedy club. Bruce, baby. He did a lot for my career, man. He taught me how to do radio. I was promoting the show. He said, hey, man, you know the mistake you're making? You're on the radio and you're not acting like the same guy that's on stage. Uh, mm. mm-hmm. And I went, wow. What were you doing? You know, I was on the radio. I didn't want to be too loud in a studio. I had these headsets <laughs> on, you know, trying to, you know, work through some things like that. He said, <laughs> you uh-uh. weren't being yourself. <laughs> he said, no, man, you got to be the same loud, exciting guy that you are on stage. Great I did advice. that, man. That was it. Yeah, that was it. Game changer for me. Game changer, buddy. Uh-huh. He saw that thing, one thing in me that changed me. You definitely on the wall of fame up in there. That's for sure. Ooh, I need to go down there and see that. All right. You on every wall of fame and every yeah. comedy club. I got an idea when we come back. Ask me about this idea when I come back. All right, buried by the Bernards when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, uh, listen, uh, we got a special guest today that owns a funeral home in Memphis, Tennessee. Now, you're probably thinking, Steve, well, who the hell is you talking to somebody that owns a funeral home in <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee, and the rest of us is all around the corner, all around the country? Well, hell, you don't know where you're going to die. Uh- 
That's <laughs> why. You with this? You yeah. Start off. <laughs> I went right down. You don't know where you go down. <laughs> but this funeral home in Memphis, Tennessee, they got they got a reality series on Netflix. It's called Buried by the Bernards. Mm. Ain't that catchy? Now, I had this family on my talk show in 2017. Yeah. Okay? And they were on to discuss the business, and I saw a commercial they had with a drive-by viewing services Mm -hmm. before a funeral. And after that, the family-run funeral home went viral. Mm -hmm. It led to a TV series on Netflix, and they're here today to talk about Buried by the Bernards. The ladies have seen the show. Oh, yes. <laughs> so we already they got a fan base. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show the matriarch of the family, Miss Debbie Bernard, and her son, the funeral director, Ryan Bernard. Thank you. Thank you for the love. Thank you. Thank y'all. Well, y'all got plenty of a Memphis special to me because of this girl y'all produced down there in Memphis. I came and plucked up and changed my whole (laughs) life. So thank you, Jesus, for Memphis. Yeah. Hey, let me ask something, Ryan. You opened the doors uh, to to the R. Bernard Funeral Services in 2017. And you offer affordable funeral packages. I want to get into that later on personally find out what that means but debbie it was your call to do a commercial advertising drive-by viewing of the bodies and you had a family member (laughs) pop up out the casket uncle kevin uncle kevin it got a lot of attention how'd you come up with that what made you think of that you know what let me say something you know i was just thinking just we got to Mm. do something just different something that's gonna catch somebody's attention what's gonna really catch somebody's attention what's gonna make them look at something i thought about slept on i woke up that morning i said i got it i just gotta find the food that's gonna do it (laughs) (laughs) so i searched around looking i said but now let me run this by you he said who gets in the casket i said well what you doing in the morning uh uh, uh uh, Miss Debbie. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Let's I get love it again. What you doing uh, tomorrow? <laughs> you might want to take that idea somewhere else. So I just started looking. I said, let me think about this real good. I ran and got Uncle Kevin. I said, he'll do it. He, he game for it. Come on, let's go. I ran it by him. We talked about it. I said, come on, let's go. He said, you really want me to get in the casket? I said, yes. You, you got to get in the casket. So Boy. he kept saying, well, we're, I'm, 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 I don't know. I'd let you know if I'm going to do it. So one thing led to another. I kept on running in behind him. And one day we just got up and say, forget it. Let's go for it. And that's what we did. We Boy. went out there and did what did one it, plan today. We did it. We just said, come on, let's go. Get in that casket and let's and go. It, and right ignorant ass Uncle Kevin climbed right up in there. Boy, right he up off the in chain. There. He is. He is so <laughs> off the chain. I love him. I got hey y'all, and what's and what's funny about it? I had been in my office all day, and like she said, it was unplanned. They had just hit it, and I was looking for Kevin. Where is Kevin? Where is Kevin? <laughs> so I went downstairs looking all over for Kevin. Mad, I stuck my head in the chapel and hit his food and jumped out the casket. Oh, I hit the floor dig. <laughs> <laughs> you know no pun intended, Ryan. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> So now, let, let me ask you something. Uh, now, Ryan, was this your idea to open the funeral home? Well, it was, uh, well, my mom and Kevin, they had been talking about it for years, you know. So I guess 
like she said, she found the food to jump out the casket. She found the food that was smart enough to go get the license. <laughs> wow. But, man, uh, the, the, the ladies love the show. So funny. It's so it, funny. It, and they and they say what they like about it. It's just it's just a well, it's I'm just family. being y'all on here. Well, it's that ain't what y'all a, said. It's just a funny family. It's more about the family dynamics between the mother and the son, who's the boss between them. You know, they have two beautiful daughters who, you know, Ryan. Are, yeah, yeah, Ryan has two daughters. And let's yeah. say this, Shirley, and Miss Debbie Steve, she don't make no mistakes. No now mistakes. do you, Miss Debbie? <laughs> Do you make any mistakes? <laughs> you got that right. No, man, you ain't going to make no mistakes. You know we ain't making no hey, mistakes. Hey, Ryan, Ryan, let me ask you a question. How old are your two daughters, bro? One, Reagan just turned 19 yesterday, guys. Oh, oh, wow. She turned 19, and Daisy is 25. Yeah. Well, let me ask you something, man. Uh, is, is, is Daisy married? Daisy's not married. Not yet. Is it, is it hard, man? You a father. I'm a father. I just like talking to other men. Is it hard? Is are they having trouble dating because they work at the funeral home or they they daddy run the funeral home? That's a hard date. They're not in. Well, you know the funny thing about that, and I know you know better, Steve. Uh, from the outside, everything looking fine mm. and happy. Mm. Mm. You know, Jesus. from the outside, on, everything man. is all smiles mm. and lovey yes. dovey, and yes, you know. Mm. But uh, know. you know, hey, long as it's still like, hey, long as I don't see nothing or hear nothing, you know, like I said, they can get the they can get the eighteen ninety five special for free. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. See, see, you that daddy when you come over and go, I'm in the business that you really need to know, son. Mm-hmm. I put yes. your ass in a box. You can get hard left if you want to. I got a box for your ass. And, and Steve, I got a cre- I got a crematorium man, on on site. God, oh, dog, come site. on, boy. Yeah. boy. Come on, man. Hey, listen. Hey, y'all sit tight. We're going to come back talk a little bit more. The show is called Buried by the Bernards. It's on Netflix, and uh, we'll be right back with the Bernards. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, we're back. Uh, our special guest this morning is the show that's on Netflix, and it's called Buried by the Bernards. Uh, we got on the phone with us today the Bernards. They're out of Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Miss Debbie is the matriarch of the family. Ain't ever wrong. Know everything. In charge. Uh, The son is really the one running the business. Got the mental capacity for it and everything. But Miss Debbie ain't trying to hear none of that. So, you know. Son, but he's her boss. See, why don't y'all come get her? See, when we was up there, you had your chance. You should have kept her when we was up there in Chicago. No, I saw. See, I saw what you was dealing with. I said, no. I don't need this here. See, I got a wife. Last thing. And then my mother-in-law live in Memphis. See, they still in Memphis. They was with y'all doing a little snowstorm. See, and oh, tell yeah, you how. Okay. Yeah, see, okay. they was at snowstorm, snowed in, water pipes busted. Let me tell you how crazy. Well, okay. All right, but let me tell you what happened. We offered to come get them. Now, Marjorie, Daddy, Bubba, he ready to go at all times. Anytime he can come to our house, he with it. She didn't want to go. She got things to do. You ain't you can't go nowhere. <laughs> you know how old people, I got things to do. I got appointments. Where? <laughs> you can't go nowhere. You're high risk. You ain't been vaccinated. 
you you got all the pre-existing conditions you can have. Ain't missing now one. <laughs> Don't want to wear the damn mask. <laughs> so they rolled it out, man. So anyway, hey, listen, y'all. Uh, this show, ladies, oh. y'all got anything else y'all want to say about the show? Because y'all been watching. Okay, well, I, say, I, I just wanted to say this. I was start, ahead, uh, yeah, I was starting to, to say about the beautiful daughters he had. They're going to get the business, you know, yes. when, when it's that time. But they're not, like, into it, into it. Like, they don't want to see the dead bodies. They don't want to be in the wow. embalming room. I, I love that aspect of it, too. You know, they're in the business. But, uh, you know, they're still a little, you know, a little scary about things like that, you know? Hey, y'all I love look. that. My, my mama cussed me out every day for, about them. Yes. Your daughter's this. Your daughter's lazy. They didn't show up today. They right. was late. Why are you cussing me out? Why don't you tell them? <laughs> you need to talk to your daughters. They didn't, Lord. I don't, hey, man, but this, is this a business that the daughters want? How about get that stamp that said to be determined? That one of them. <laughs> <laughs> The show is on Netflix. You can go watch it anytime you right. want. That's the beauty of Netflix. So but we want everybody to tune in and support this project. There's <laughs> something wrong with them, and the business they in is dead wrong. Miss oh, Debbie and uh, Ryan, we appreciate y'all coming, and good luck with everything now. Thank y'all for having Thank us. Thank you, y'all. Thank you. Tell, we love you. Thank you. Tell Uncle Kevin we said hey. Okay. <laughs> the Bernards are crazy. We love that show. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so here we go again, guys. Police say they will have increased presence at the U.S. Capitol today in response to intelligence suggesting that QAnon, uh, those conspiracy theorists, uh, they're expecting former President Donald Trump to return to power today. Okay. Um, <laughs> Why do they tell them what they're going to do? Why, why do they do that? Oh, you mean the police? Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. just, just, just mm-hmm. lay low and wait on them. Yeah. Um, well, Capitol Police released a statement saying, based on the intelligence that we have, the department has taken immediate steps to enhance our security posture and staffing for a number of days to include today, which is March 4th. The department has communicated our enhanced posture as well as the available intelligence for the entire workforce. Uh, Authorities are specifically concerned about March 4th today, which was the original, remember this now, this was the original inauguration day for all U.S. presidents prior to 1933. Uh, Some conspiracy theorists have set that as the date when President Joe Biden will be removed from office and Donald Trump will return to the White House. So, you know, maybe to answer your question, Tommy, they want to, the police want to let them know that they're there. You know, if you want to try something, they're there. Unlike last time, you know. Yeah, and they got scrutinized for Uh ignoring the warnings that they were coming and not taking them seriously. So they're taking them seriously this time. Very seriously, Whether it's QAnon, the Proud Boys, or just the same people who stormed the Capitol. What we've allowed to do is we've allowed this man, Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. to hijack a perfectly good election, claim it to be false, still saying he won, even at CPAC this past week. Yeah, yeah. Still claiming the election was stolen. Mm -hmm. Still got senators standing up on the floor saying it was stolen. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. They know it's a blatant lie. They have no proof. No court in the land would even hear the case because of the lack of evidence and proof that they had. But because he keeps saying it's so, he, he's causing these people who want to believe in him to believe this. And because they are so gullible and blind, and a lot of them just full of hate themselves mm-hmm. and want to believe in everything that he does, this farce has continued to go on far too far. Yeah. Mm. And now they're talking about he wants to run again. It's all him tricking them to keep them on his side. Right, right. This is all bull crap, man. I'm I'm so sick yeah. of the way this country is so gullible when it comes to the truth. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of the way they watch videos, how they interpret it so differently than us. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of how they hear lie after lie after lie with no proof and then put their hand on the Bible and swear it to be true. Yeah, and stand up in that Senate. This man had them running down steps, hiding for their life. Now they back talking about it wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, I didn't see an insurrection. Mm-hmm. I just saw a protest. That was only a few people that got out of hand. Are you kidding me? Man, skip this. But you know, I mean, when you when you look at what they believe, it's so crazy. <laughs> Just a group of Satan worshiping cannibalistic pedophiles. They think that are running a global child sex trafficking ring, and they plotted against Donald Trump when he was in office. Huh? Uh, you know the sad thing about this country <laughs> that no matter what you say, mm-hmm. you can get somebody to go along with it. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, that's yeah. the bad part. That's the that's crazy it. part. Stan. That's the stupid You're, part. You can Absolutely get them to storm right. the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brother, the most absurd thing in the world, you can just lay a claim to somebody. You, know, you want to worship Satan? You can get a group. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to be yeah. like these buttholes that's trying to make being a pedophile a sexual preference. What? Mm. Yeah. And there's people, people trying to sign up for this. We're going to whoop all y'all's ass. You, you come to court with that one. I'm just telling you that right now. I'm promoting violence there. All right, Steve. We'll end on that note. Nephew up with the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I'm married to a narcissist. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. We'll get to the strawberry letter in a minute, but you're up now, Neff. What you got? N-B-F-U. What? 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 N-B-F-U. I'm so afraid right now. Not for me, for you. No blacks for you. No blacks for you. Let's go, cat dog. NBFU. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Nicole, please. This is she. How you doing? Listen, I'm giving you a call. Uh, you you happen to be um, uh, in a relationship with a with a black man. Am I am I right? I'm sorry. Who is this? I'm sorry. My name is Brian. Uh, well, I don't want to give my uh, full name, but it's Giadiah. Giadiah Malcolm. Okay, and and I'm sorry. Why are you calling? 
Okay, now you 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 are a Caucasian woman, correct? <laughs> okay, why I'm I'm still trying to get to why are you calling? Uh, well, what's going on is um, uh, I'm with an organization, and we're calling people who are in interracial relationships. And, and from my understanding, you are in a interracial relationship, correct? Yes. Okay. I'm with NBFU, and that's uh, NBFU is No Blacks for You. And what we're doing is we're trying to get uh, uh, races to go back to dating each other, you know, which means Caucasians going back you, to dating. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. At first, I, I don't know who you think you are calling my house, but that's just not going to happen. And I don't know where this organization is based out of. I mean, you must be some country bumpkin or something, and you have just really called the wrong house. Okay, well, no, when, uh, 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 NBFU, ma'am, has been around since uh, the early 1940s. Yeah, I can imagine. I can home. imagine that. And I'm sure at some point you guys have to shut down because this is just ridiculous. Do you know? I mean, Obama's mother was white. Are you going to go knock on his door too? What the hell are you I'm, talking about? I don't about? have time to knock on Obama's door. He's busy yeah. doing you know, other I things mean, right for now. Real. What I'm like, trying who, to do is get the rest of the country who, to understand who gave, about NBFU. Hey, hey, no black. And that's what I'm saying. Wait, what I'm trying to tell you. trying to tell us we can't be together because you're black and I'm white. He's con. Yo, what's up? Who this? Uh, 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 okay. Who, 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 who is this? This is a. I'm a, I'm a man. Who this? Okay, this is G, uh, G Adia, G Adia Malcolm. And what I'm doing, man, is we, we, you know, I'm with an organization called NBFU, and NBFU, man, is no blacks for you. Which what we're trying to do is we're trying to get all races to go back to each other. Dude, what you talking about? Dude, you tripping, man. You are, what, what, what kind of organization is that? Y'all are tripping. Okay, what, brother, let me ask you, you something. You don't, feel, you don't feel empty without the sister on your side? You don't feel empty without uh, no, uh, a no, loving bro, uh, black woman on your side? That's what I'm asking you, brother. Well, I, got, I got plenty of black women on my side, but that don't mean that I got to be in a relationship with a black woman. I'm in a relationship with a woman I love. So that's what it's about. Now, I don't feel empty. That's the first problem with your organization right there. The, the premise is wrong. Okay, 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 but brother, what we're trying to do, man, we don't want to lose our race. We don't want the blacks to lose the strength that we have. And if blacks continue to date and mate with blacks, then we would be as powerful and stronger than any other race in the world. Where did you get this number from, man? Excuse me? How'd you get this number in the first place, dude? I mean, I ain't got time for all this, man. This is some nonsense, bro. How you? Why are you calling us? Hey, man, because aren't y'all an interracial uh, couple? Well, yeah, but what difference does that make? That ain't none of your business. Hey, but it is my business. Is I'm with I'm with NBFU. No okay, who you with, you. dog. And you are a black who... person that are integrated within another race. And what we're trying to do, man, is get you to understand, to come back to your race and be comfortable and happy in your oh, race. Oh, oh, you really up now, dog. Come back to my race. I ain't never left my race, dog. You are tripping, yo. NB you. You. Y'all get off our phone, man. Don't call here no more with that Do you think that you are happier with a Caucasian woman than you would be with a black woman? Man, I, I don't even, even want to entertain this. Don't call here no more. Don't call here no more. Uh, do you, but let me ask you, you brother. Be a man and answer the question. Oh, dog. You, you know what? You about to get your well, dog. You you know you really you really gonna get your well. Be a man. I'm asking you to be a man. 
man. And you know what? If you bring your over here, you'll find out how much of a grown man I am. Hey, man, don't get like your don't. up, man, while I'm in the middle of asking you these questions. Because I ain't got no problem coming over there. I got your phone number. I got your address, too. Bring your on over here and see what you find. I'm asking you about these relationships, man. Are you more comfortable in a relationship with a Caucasian woman than you are with a black woman? Dog, I told you, man, it ain't even about that, and we ain't even going into that. So, look, just please, brother, can you stop calling here? Don't call my girl no, man, no more. We're Don't calling call all interracial people around the country. That's what NBFU does. We call all of y'all, and we try to talk some sense into you and see if you can change the world and go back to the races from which you came. <laughs> You're tripping, y'all. You're really tripping, man. You know what? Obviously, you, you, it's a, a mental institution you're calling from because there's something wrong with you. So, look, don't call here no more, and we ain't got no more problems, all right? Can I say this, can I say this to you? I'm going to your, your girl's job, and I'm talking to her face-to-face -to -face tomorrow about this whole situation. And you know what? And you're going to get your whooped. No, I ain't getting my I'm going tomorrow, and I'm talking. Matter of fact, right. I ain't even called to talk to you. You put her back on the phone. To hell with you. Put <laughs> her back her on job. the phone. Show up at her job tomorrow and see what happens. I'm showing up Show. at her job. Put her back on the phone. Show up at her job tomorrow and see what happens. You didn't change, man. You changed. You don't know me from the beginning, dude. How you gonna tell me I didn't change? You don't know me. I, I look at. I I'm, know how you brothers get, man. I'm as black as I ever was. You can't measure my blackness because of who I'm dating. You show up at a job tomorrow, you're going to get your ass whooped. You ain't going to sit here and threaten me, man. I am with okay, him. we're done. You, you done worked him up, and now I'm worked up. You're, you're done. You're done. So you can stop calling the house. And I I'm wish coming to your you job would. tomorrow. Do you understand I'm me? I'm coming I to your job. You, you would. Are you to me? Please do. Are you Please listening do. to me? Matter of fact, you can have your man at your job at lunchtime. Not only am I going to talk to you at lunchtime, I'm going to whoop his while oh, I'm yeah, there's not going to be any talking. You show up, there's not going to be any talking. Yeah, there's it's going to be, be any talking. Talk. Man, you have a discussion to uphold. NBF, okay. you won't to okay. talk to you. You know what? There's a saying. Arguing with a fool makes you a fool. So this conversation is over. Can I say one more thing to you? What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> before I leave, and I need to hear this from both of y'all. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Who yeah? Say it fast. Come on, Steve. No. This is where you jump in, Steve. <laughs> what did you think of that one? You know, I don't really... Um, <laughs> I, it's just, you know... You know, you know what's the problem with this whole prank situation is uh -huh. he is really, really good at it. Oh, absolutely. The best. He's the king. And so that's the problem. He is the king of pranks. But I've, how many times have I heard somebody they was, say they were going to whoop his ass? I, that's the part. I'm talking about. And that, that's a concerning part for this for me. Yeah, everyone. I think everyone. Real high. Every prank, they say that. Yeah. You don't think, I think the possibility is just growing. I think y'all want me to get my ass whooped.
I, really I kind of do. I'm going to jump see? in. <laughs> but I do kind of want. <laughs> Thanks, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry. I ain't going to let nobody subject. whoop you, though. But I kind of <laughs> want to see it start. I'm married to a narcissist. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for the Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buggle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, I married a narcissist. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm in need of some sound advice. I got married six and a half months ago after reuniting with my man. We had an off and on relationship for years, and he started seeing a woman that catered to his big personality. She dumped him, and he came running back to me. After he begged me to give him another shot, I took him back and we got engaged. As soon as he put the ring on my finger, his personality started to change, but I married him anyway. Every day he comes home from work and tells me about his day. He's a car salesman and swears he's the best dressed, best looking salesman in the entire state. And that is why he's the top seller. He never asks how my day was and I'm a pediatrician. So I always have an interesting story to tell. If I'm in a bad mood or had a bad day, he tells me stories of how he deals with stress. He talks about himself a lot and spends more time primping in the bathroom mirror than I do. Last week, I invited my parents over for dinner and my husband put some steaks on the grill. My husband dominated the conversation, talking about the Botox he planned to get. And my parents were looking at me like I was crazy. I tried to change the subject and my husband went right back to talking about himself. I also want to add that during sex, it's all about him. And he likes me to play with his areola and kiss his back and do a few other things. <laughs> he, <laughs> he always gives me instructions and it ruins the sexual experience for me. He's turned into a narcissist and I'm so sick of his ego. Can professional counseling help him? Hmm. But I married him anyway. Hmm. Okay. You said he had a big personality. Uh, you've known him for a while. So I got to ask you, whose fault is this? I mean, you knew who this man was long before you got with him. Uh, what did you think was going to happen? Oh, let me guess. I, I know. Uh you thought he was going to change, right? You thought he was going to change. Uh, nope. You said it. He just went right back to who he really is. Him. All him. 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 All the time. Uh, and that's what a narcissist does. I mean, I believe in counseling to answer your question, but he's not going to go. Narcissists don't think they need therapy because they don't think anything is wrong with them. They think the universe revolves around them. Their enormous egos lets them think that it's everyone else. I mean, unless you're planning a breakup with him or something, your best bet right now is to ignore him. I mean, because they can't stand not being the center of your world or the world for that for that matter. Uh, it's just a shame that your accomplishments, you said you're a pediatrician, I'm sure you do have some great stories, and your life are completely ignored by him. That's a shame. Steve? Uh, 
<laughs> I need some sound advice. I, you got married six and a half years ago. I'm the subject I married to a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Got married six and a half months ago. We had an off and on again relationship for years. Now, if you have an on again, off again relationship, I'm assuming that there is a reason for the off. And it's probably the same reason that broke it up. Because he didn't just start becoming a narcissist after he put this ring on. He was the same way. He started seeing another woman that was catering to all this big personality. She dumped him. He came running back. Beg me, give him a second shot. Now, here's the problem. He come home every day. He's a car salesman, right? Mm-hmm. And he swears he's the best dress, <laughs> best-looking car salesman in the entire state, and that's why he's the top seller. Let's go over this right here. First of all, he swears he's the best dress. He the best-dressed car salesman. How hard is it to get that title? <laughs> <laughs> Just based on the movies of car salesmen I've seen. Yeah. Now, a lot of the brothers I know to sell cars, they be clean when they at work. Mm-hmm. They wear ties, you know. Some of them just wear their sleeves rolled up. They out there walking them lots in that heat. It's hot. It's hard work, man. Yeah. But if you want to claim the title as the best-dressed car salesman, how hard is it to get that title? Then you said you're the best-looking salesman in the entire state. Now, that depends on what car you're selling. Because <laughs> I can tell you right now, I ain't never seen nobody cute selling them Jeeps. <laughs> I wish I knew what car salesman he was. Uh-huh. Now, if he's selling Lexus, you know, he got a shot, might be, you know, or high Lamborghini, something, mm-hmm. he might have a shot, you know. Maybe mm-hmm. Mercedes, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You can't tell me nothing, man, when I'm in my Ford truck. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the guy that sold it to me, uh-huh. he looked like he made it <laughs> in his backyard. He's just regular is what you're saying. <laughs> He's a regular-ass dude. That's uh-huh. what made me want the truck. He mm-hmm. knew so damn much about the truck. But they ain't never been all that good looking in them. But that ain't what this is about. Your man is a narcissist. He always got stories about what happened to him at work. You're a pediatrician. An educated woman with a high-skilled job. Hold and it, he hold don't want to hear nothing about your day. Right. All right, we'll have part two. a pediatrician with kids? <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, with kids. Podiatrists is with feet. All right, here we go. Uh, we'll have part two. It's still the same way, though. You look at it. They start with a P. I get it. Uh, got a D in it too. All right, listen. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up. I'm married. I'm married to a narcissist. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject: I'm married to a narcissist. Well, you know, married this guy, think he everything. Now, he a car salesman. You married him after on again off relationship. Y'all been married now six and a half months. He broke up and started seeing a woman that had accepted the big personality. She sent him right on back to you. He begged back. Hmm. You took him back. But as soon as he put the ring on, he changed again. I mean, he is. He is what he is, right? He a car salesman. Swear he the best dressed, best looking salesman in the entire state. And that's why he's the top seller. Well, who said he's the top seller? He did? Mm-hmm. 
I can probably bet you he ain't the top seller in the state. He might be all right at that dealership. Might be top seller one day. But somebody down there warming him. Because people that buy cars, they like to like the salesman. I, he don't sound that likable to me. Never ask how your day was. You're a pediatrician. You always have interesting stories to tell. If I'm in a bad mood or had a bad day, he tell me a story about how he deal with stress. You know, he that dude. He in the bathroom more than you. I don't like men like that. Yeah. I invited my parents over for dinner. My husband put some steaks on the grill. And my husband dominated the conversation talking about the Botox he planned to get. And my parents was looking at me like I was crazy. Okay, excuse me, ladies. Let me ask you a question. Botox is injections to, like, make yeah, certain parts of you Yeah, you get them in your you face, look. your forehead. You know, people get them in their forehead to get the wrinkles out, the lines out of it. My face. forehead is permanently wrinkled. You think That's... I need to get some? No, you don't need them. Smooth them out. Some people get them under their arms, too, to stop um, uh, perspiration. Oh, well, you should have told me about that, because my partner, Onion Arm, I'd love to have told him about that, because he didn't. <laughs> Made us all climb out the car before. We didn't got so rough in there. In the wintertime, we climbed out of 64 the Sabre because the windows was rolled up and the heat was on high. And Gil's car only ran on 80. High heat. And he was in that car, had that winter coat on, and that winter coat smelled like just like him. Woo, we had to get up out that car. Anyway, let's go anyway, back to the letter. Anyway, it's a letter, sir. So, uh, I tried to change the subject. And my husband went right back talking about himself. And then I want to add, during sex, is all about him. He likes, he likes for me to play with his areola and kiss his back. I don't really want my back kissed. I'm not comfortable right there, you know. No. Really, I don't want you to touch my areola. Not with your fingers. Not with your mouth. You, I will buy you a car, though, if you do. Buy your ass a car as soon as you tell you right now. Don't you, don't you do that to me, girl. You better get your... Look, girl, don't, don't, don't you, I just, that, it was areola, it was was areola, she said, but he all there kissing me all in the back, I don't want you back there, what you doing? Okay, but this is not about you, though, Well, it's about him, that's what the letter's about, it's a dude that made it all about him, and I want to show you how ridiculous it sounds. It does. And then he always doing sex, it's all about, he liked to. Do this, and he always gives me instruction, and it ruined the secularist. Hey, 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 come on now, hold on, come on around this way with that. Come around uh-huh. here, hold up, come up a little bit higher. There we go. Oh, what? Now, hold on, slow down. Instructions. So, where you going right here, right here? Come on, now back up, hold on. Get yourself a sip of water. What are we doing here now? Come on. <laughs> See all this here? Yeah. Yeah, I'm finna get up, put my clothes on. You're not finna <laughs> do this to me. Yeah. He's turned into a narcissist. And I'm sick of his ego. Can professional counseling help him? Probably could. But I think nobody can help him better than you can. The next time he starts talking about himself, walk out the room. Okay, yeah, that's why I say ignore him. When you're sitting at the table? (laughs) No, but I want you to do it in a noticeable way. (sighs) And then walk out. Sigh. Uh, I love it. Sigh and walk out. You know, y'all at the dinner table, he talking about himself. Get up and take your plate and go in there and start watching TV with it in the living room. <laughs> I love it. Storm you know, just stuff out. like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know. Storm out of the room. You yeah. in the bedroom, he come in there, 
He want all his back kiss. You can kiss, tell him to kiss your back. As soon as he kiss your back, get up and go, whoo, well, that does it for me. <laughs> I love it. And challenge all that talking every time he does it. You can help him. Babe, what's wrong with you? I be trying to talk with you. No. Uh, no, you be trying to tell me about you. You never ask me about me. You never talk to me about right. me. It's always about you. And I'm tired of hearing it without you listening to me. And get up and walk off. You got to take a chance at this. Then if that don't work, go ahead and try to get him in therapy. But all he's going to do is talk to therapists half to death. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. <laughs> so that's Thank really you. it. That's the best I can do for you, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, from the talk, it will be our girl. And we love her. From the talk, you can see it every day, Monday through Friday. She is here. We got to ask her what's going on with the Republicans. Yeah. It is our girl, Cheryl Underwood. She will be in the Unless building. Unless she wants right to talk about this. you, Junior. I try to get in the way and block. <laughs> we'll be back. Is she like your Ariola? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour, our girl Carla's reality update. But right now, Steve, please introduce our other girl from the Ladies talk. and gentlemen, here she is, Cheryl Underwood. Woo! Hey, Steve Harvey. Hey, Carla Perez and Shirley Scriberries. And Tony. Hey, Hey, hey. Okay, so this is all about me and Junior because I have one month to get myself huh? together for, yes, what? for our virtual our virtual Easter coming out Easter Sunday coordinate <laughs> outfits. So what stupid. color, Cheryl? What color? Well, I see. I don't know. I know about Junior and the fantasy in my mind. So, um, Tommy, do you have a pencil and paper? Because I have questions for Junior. Oh, what yeah. are our needs before our relationship, especially for Easter? Because you know, I got to coordinate. Uh, mm-hmm. outfits and everything. But before all of that, Junior, you understand we are in a relationship. You know that, right? <laughs> Why news to me? <laughs> okay, well, good. It's it's good news, as they say at the church. It's good news <laughs> right there. Well, I just want to say you... this. Junior yes. loves lemon yellow. Oh, see. Oh. <laughs> I like lemon yellow and mint green. Mm. Oh, well, that's good. We, we, hey, we're going to look like new money and two bumblebees over at the church. I'm, I'm with it, Junior. Okay, now here's, here's, here's the question. Now, I know you have other women that are interested in you, right? I understand One of them that. can cook. Okay. Oh, that's good. Then that means we're going to have a lot of food at the house. What does she cook? Because I don't mind being in a group. I don't mind. Because I can't do everything. Like a group wow. text? Oh, a, a group situation. Listen to me. This is like the military. Be all you can be. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Call it for real. Call it for real. Now, see, I'm not having a traditional relationship like you guys. I, I got to okay. get it how I can get it. Junior yes, got ma'am. other women in his life. We all need our duties, Junior. So so she can cook. What What is the thing that she cooked that you love that you eat. What is it, Junior? What she cooking? Mm, all right, that's a combination. What is it? What, what? what is it that Spaghetti. she cooks that you love and you eat? Oh, good. I hope yeah. I hope that girl can put her foot in some spaghetti. I need all kind of sausage meat. I need chopped up hot dog, turkey meat. 
I need any part of a pig in there. Tell her bring it on over in a crock pot. And we, come on, jump on in, girl. You are in Junior's harem. This is how it's about to go forever. See, you didn't think I was going to make it this good for you. You See, people just don't understand. Tommy, give your man what he need. I'm going to give Junior what he need. And every week for the month of March, it's all about me and Junior being together because I'm trying to get to happily ever after. Bridgerton over there, me and Junior. Hot mother love, Junior. Cheryl, we thank you. We thank you. We're going to leave it right there, Cheryl. We love you so much. Thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, come on, introduce her. Here she is. She's ready. It's the time. She is here. The one and only Carla Farrell with what? Reality Update. All right, thank you, nephew. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. All right, let's talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. Then, Steve, I'm going to ask you a question about one of your favorite reality, reality shows, Married at First Sight. Are you going to be ready? Be ready. All right, here we go. <laughs> so, hey, wait. Okay, good. I'm glad you're here. Listen, Cynthia's bachelorette party is over. And as the ladies, you know, head home from South Carolina back to Atlanta, we've learned a couple of things. What have we learned, Shirley? Well, we learned that Cynthia Bailey, she learned that she was a little hot and bothered while watching some of the ladies that, that were drunk making out. She, she admitted to that. So okay. we learned that. Okay. Okay. Uh, check. While check. they was making out with who? Each other? Yes. Cynthia was watching some of the other ladies. They oh, were drunk yeah. and partying. No judgment with them. They was having fun. And so Cynthia was like, I learned a lot. Okay. Next. Uh-huh. <laughs> Portia mm-hmm. is really sick of Kenya. We learned that. So okay. Portia <laughs> is sick of Kenya and her inspector Gadget judgment mm-hmm. detective game that That's she's trying, <laughs> yeah, trying to figure out who slept with the stripper Bolo that night. Tanya, one of the friends of the cast members, admitted that she stayed in Portia's room all night. So Kenya had her dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. She had that moment because she felt like Tanya put herself at the scene of the crime because in Kenya's. According to Kenya, she heard all the sexual moans and groans Mm -hmm. and all Mm -hmm. that coming towards coming from the area where Portia's room was. So she's trying to put together and say Portia and Tanya possibly got busy with the stripper bolo. Anyway, so that's that. Drew got back home. She's a new housewife on the show. And she told her husband, Ralph, all about the bachelorette party and all about the stripper. He was listening to her account of what happened. Mm -hmm. And she told him that she was dancing and twerking and doing all that with the stripper. She told her husband that he looked at her. And then her reply to that Mm -hmm. was the reason why she was dancing with the stripper and doing Mm -hmm. all that was because she told him, All I can say to you is just, you know, babe, I was just trying to learn how to make it clap for you. That's what she told her husband. Oh. All I could say was good answer. Like on Family Feud. That was good. That was very good, Shirley. I have to practice in order to get it right. Yes, baby. You can make it clap to this. (laughs) 
So that's it. That that is it on mm-hmm. Real Housewives of Atlanta. They still try to recover from the bachelorette party, uh-huh, and the countdown uh-huh. is on to Cynthia's wedding. So quickly, Mr. Harvey, Steve Harvest, before we run out of time, married at first sight. It's on Discovery Plus, the streaming app. What you got to say? You love this if show. Y'all What's the ain't seen this here show. Uh huh. You got to tune in. Why? What? What's happening? It is everything that the show title say it is. What? Married at first sight. These people, the first time they see each other is at the altar. That's crazy. Wait a minute. What? At no, the, the altar. First time no, they see. So what happens after all these relationships go to hell? <laughs> Every last one of them. They all mad at each other. Don't nobody like nobody. They wow. all struggling. This one couple trying to fake like, well, you know, we're going to work through it because this is our dream is to be married. No, your dream is to be in love and then get married. Yeah. Right, you can't yeah. stay married if less you're not in love. We got to work. This one girl on the show, you got to see her. Mm-hmm. She loved to drink and party. Her new husband don't because he got a business. She told him, I really want you to drink and party with me. That's important to me. And I'm not. I'm not going to stop drinking. That dude was looking at her like, what? This is Divorce. my wife. Divorce. Divorce. She adamant about that drinking. All right, we'll have more of trending you. stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Thanks, Carla and Steve. 20 minutes after the hour is when we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the Black Coalition Against COVID-19 will be hosting another Making It Plain town hall meeting tonight. That's uh, at 7 Eastern time. Tonight's expert panel discussion is on protecting the lives of our Black community elders from COVID. Because as we know, our elders are the pillars of our communities and protecting them is our priority. Panelists will include Dr. LaShawn McIver from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, Dr. Amanda Cohn from from the CDC and tonight's event is for the dedicated people who work in aging services tune in at 7 p.m. Eastern on facebook.com forward slash blackdoctor.org or youtube.com forward slash blackdoctor.org so that's interesting and, that's and yeah, yeah very good town hall yeah because you know we don't think yeah. about our elders as much as we should as much as we did growing up you know and but it's we good have to, to focus them. on them. Yeah, we, yeah, it's good to focus on them. Yeah. yeah. And protect them from COVID and, and educate them on yes. what's going on and what are the resources. Mm-hmm. You well, know, you know, if you there. have uh, elderly neighbors and relatives, you should always constantly check on them. Check on them. You yes. never yes. know. You exactly. should got to check on, you know, they, it could have been an accident in the house. Mm-hmm. They could just become immobile for some reason. Yeah. They just, just yeah. check on them, man. Yeah. Bad Be weather or not. Them. Yeah. Yeah. It's the neighborly thing to do. It's the kind thing to do. Yeah. It is. You're right. Again. All right. uh, We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so here we go again, guys. Police say they will have increased presence at the U.S. Capitol today in response to intelligence suggesting that QAnon, uh, those conspiracy theorists, uh, they're expecting former President Donald Trump to return to power today, okay? Um, (laughs) Why did they tell him what they're going to do? 
Oh, you mean the police? Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. just, just, just mm-hmm. lay low and wait on them. Yeah. Well, Capitol Police released a statement saying, based on the intelligence that we have, the department has taken immediate steps to enhance our security posture and staffing for a number of days to include today, which is March 4th. The department has communicated our enhanced posture as well as the available intelligence for the entire workforce. Uh, Authorities are specifically concerned about March 4th today, which was the original, remember this now, this was the original inauguration day for all U.S. presidents prior to 1933. Uh, Some conspiracy theorists have set that as the date when President Joe Biden will be removed from office and Donald Trump will return to the White House. So, you know, maybe to answer your question, Tommy, they want to, the police want to let them know that they're there. You know, if you want to try something, they're there. Unlike last time, you know. Yeah, and they got scrutinized for uh-huh. ignoring for, the warnings right. that they yeah. were coming and not taking them seriously. So they right. took them what? seriously this time. Very seriously, Whether yeah. it's QAnon, the Proud Boys, or just the same people who stormed the Capitol. Mm-hmm. What we've Keep allowed to do is we've allowed this man, Donald Trump, mm-hmm. to hijack a perfectly good election, claim it to be false, Still saying he won, even at CPAC this past week. Yeah, yeah. Still claiming the election was stolen. Mm -hmm. Still got senators standing up on the floor saying it was stolen. Mm -hmm. They know it's a blatant lie. They have no proof. No court in the land would even hear the case because of the lack of evidence and proof that they had. But because he keeps saying it's so, he's causing these people who want to believe in him to believe this and because they are so gullible and blind and a lot of them just full of hate themselves Mm -hmm. and want to believe in everything that he does this farce has continued to go on far too far yeah Mm. and now they're talking about he wants to run again it's all him tricking them to keep them on his side right right this is all bullcrap man i'm i'm so sick yeah of the way this country is so gullible when it comes to the truth. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And of course, at 49 minutes after the hour, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, our last break of the day. And uh, it's been a good day. And Steve, you know, you normally end with uh, closing remarks, but we thought it'd be fun because we didn't get to all the CLOs. Just okay. to end what Let's you want to go? All right. Yeah. All right. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. This is from Unique in Kansas. Kansas says, I'm a, I mean, uh, Kansas says, Unique says, I'm a high school senior <laughs> and I caught my dad sneaking around with a lady he works with. Uh, I had snuck out to be with my boyfriend because my parents are so strict. Anyway, we got a cheap hotel room so we could swim in the indoor pool. The windows around the pool overlooked the back overlooked the back parking lot and I saw my dad's matte black car. A few minutes later, I saw my dad and his co-worker walk out together. I wanted to go jump on the woman, but then I'd have to explain why I was at the hotel. I have avoided my dad and I'm thinking about telling my mom, should I? Wow. Well, I wouldn't do it if I were you, young lady, and I'll tell you why. Because there's no known facts behind this. 
I got appearances are not always what they seem to be. And, you know, you can you can be opening up a can of worms that don't need to be open. Cheap hotel room. Uh, <laughs> I got it. But, I mean, I, I don't know if telling your mom is in anybody's best interest. Mm-hmm. I understand you've just a terrible position for you to be in. Yeah. But you don't have all the facts, and I would reserve. Now, what you could do is go to your dad yeah. and say, Dad, I saw something, and I don't know how to handle it. Can you help me? You can do that and yeah. see what he says to you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you was in a hotel room in high school. And you're going to have to explain. Yeah. See, what you don't understand, young lady... See, sin is sin. And all of it's wrong under the eyes of God, technically. You know, what you was doing, the deceit you used, that's wrong. If your father's using deceit, that's wrong. It's all wrong. So mm-hmm. you're in a tough yeah. position. I wouldn't say anything because yeah. every all the thing that's in the dark eventually comes to the light. Mm-hmm. They probably so. in there just working on paperwork like taxes or something you know what I'm yeah. saying? they're probably doing something like that. torch mm-hmm. at a cheap hotel yeah, well you know if it. you want to get your taxes done surely you, you got to get them done i'm just saying it's just a place uh-huh. to get you can't it done. you right. can't do it online with the uh, mm-hmm. software no. and all that no. you can't how about that. at work how, how about yeah. that because yeah. i gotta do work yeah. at work yeah, yeah. how about yeah. that all right uh, <laughs> we're moving on uh larissa <laughs> Uh, in Louisiana says, I'm a married firefighter and my husband is a firefighter too. We're both in great physical shape and we post our workouts on a shared Instagram account. I am careful not to show too much skin on my workout pictures. My husband is just the opposite. He posts pictures of himself with nothing but a towel around his waist or he's got on biker shorts and no shirt. If I were to do something like that, he would blow a fuse. Do you think it's appropriate for a married man to post suggestions pictures well I think it's appropriate for a married man's wife to say something about the husband that she doesn't want to post appropriate pictures yeah so I this is not an argument this is a, a request that you have the right to make mm-hmm. if you don't think it's right it don't matter what he thinks not really mm-hmm. not in marriage partner That's right. if she's mad about something you better address it Yes, sir. Ooh, amen. Amen <laughs> again. It's going to be a problem. Boy. Situation. Houston. Boy. Boy. Yes. You think it was bad when that power grid went out. <laughs> backs upon backs. Yes, 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 yes. I think it was bad when that power mm-hmm. grid went out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're you're saying that she should just tell her tell her husband how she feels. And uh, he needs to address it. Absolutely. Yellow. Period. Mm-hmm. Now post mm-hmm. something else. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm. <laughs> Better be a scripture. Because yeah. I Cause bet you he can't post nothing better than you could. Right. And she oh, said, do well, it. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, let's blow the fuse. Let's go. All right, Steve. Well, uh, you know, we had some CLOs left over. 
And, uh, you know, always good responses. We got to say thank you to Buried by the Bernards. Uh, Ryan and Miss Debbie stopped by from Buried <laughs> by the Bernards Man, on Netflix. They so off the chain. Well, that's Please check that show it. out. Yeah, Uncle Kevin? Uncle Kevin is it, what? isn't he? <laughs> yeah. It's just straight up entertainment. It's, it really, really is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you're thinking it's going to be morbid about the funeral business and everything, you get a mm-hmm. little bit of that, but a whole lot of the family and their dynamics. What? That's what's the funny. Yeah. Behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're out of Memphis, Tennessee. You got to check it out. Boy. Yeah. Bought that hearse, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Kevin is always Kevin, in boy. a casket somewhere, <laughs> popping out of a casket. Out of a casket. <laughs> you know what I saw, though, when they went to go what? pick up a a body. He just in there mm-hmm. eating an orange and the hearse. Yeah. You want some yeah. orange? No. Yeah. Where you get an orange from? What do, you, what do you get a hearse from? I've never seen a hearse dealership or car lot. Where do you get a hearse They from? make those. He uh, bought one off the car lot. Yeah, he bought one. one. They bought two in one lot. day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it's such you, a fun show. It really is. some more of that. I love yeah. it. I, I've seen it all. I watched yeah. the, all of them because I couldn't stop. Them. They're so funny. The whole mm-hmm. season. Yeah. The whole funny, season. funny. How about how about how about Miss Debbie and Miss Ann gossiping? <laughs> <laughs> Great show. Great. Yeah, it really is. Buried by the Bernards on Netflix. You don't want to miss it. Fun, fun show. <laughs> Put some laughter in your life, right, Steve? <laughs> Absolutely. You mm-hmm. need it. Every chance you get. Well, great show today, guys. Uh, got a special show for you all coming up Monday. It's going to be uh, Ladies Empowerment Woo-hoo! on Monday, so That's stay right. tuned. We got a surprise for y'all. Uh, we'll see y'all tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 